Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Uninformed. Today's informed will be myself, Lindy, as well as Big Daddy. Want to say hi? Also known as Jonah. Jonah. And today's informative topic will be Antarctica and its various conspiracy theories. So hopefully you guys enjoy it. I like that. Spooky, right? That's right. So uh, with that being said, uh, I'm going to toss it over to Big Daddy Jonah to give us some uh, wet the palate. So just to kind of start off, just some some random facts you may or may not have known. Uh, Any guesses as to what size the continent is compared to the other seven? So like the second biggest, the fifth biggest, the biggest, any guesses? Isn't it like the uh, the, it the, the second smallest? I think it's like the same size as Australia, right? Yeah. 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 So this is interesting because when I whenever you see it on a globe or like a map, it always feels like it looks like it's probably the biggest continent on there outside of maybe <laughs> yeah. Asia. It's actually it's the fifth largest continent, so that'd be five out of seven. So <laughs> technically, it's top five, but it's really <laughs> bottom three. So. Uh, I just found that interesting. I I thought it was a lot bigger than that. Uh, It maps out to be about 5.5 million miles. Um, And another interesting fact uh, that you may or may not have known is Antarctica is actually the largest desert. Desert. Yep. (laughs) Yep. Yes. I love that fact. I love it. I love it. Most people think it's the Sahara desert um, because they just think dry and sandy, but uh, Antarctica actually qualifies as a desert on its own, um, just kind of snowy and cold. Yeah, that's, um, isn't that because of uh, it, it doesn't reach the right amount of uh, yearly precipitation to qualify or yeah, whatever? Yeah, yeah, rainfall. Correct. Yeah, it has to deal with uh, yearly precipitation, and Antarctica doesn't meet the standard Um or I guess it does meet the standard to be a desert. Oh, yeah. Uh, so yeah, um, the average. But that's where have... our politicians hide everything. Yeah. Well, <laughs> hey, we'll, we'll we'll get to that. Oh wait, what? <laughs> wait, what? <laughs> wait. We'll 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 get there. Uh, any Ooh. guesses as to the average temperature of Antarctica? Isn't it like negative thirty Fahrenheit in some places? Like the coldest in like some points. Uh, close. So the average temp is negative fifty. Okay. Uh, that was pretty. That was a pretty good guess. Which yeah, is another coldest place in the world. It's like negative eighty. Yeah. So that's. Yeah. I mean, make sure you bring your coats. <laughs> <laughs> if you go, uh, the coldest one of the coldest temperatures uh, recorded is uh, negative one hundred and thirty degrees Fahrenheit. Uh. So picture when it's like 95 here, it would be another 40 degrees. And then in the complete opposite direction of that. Uh, so it'd be pretty unbearable. Jesus. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> it, it's it's the, the weather there is pretty crazy. Uh, it's essentially 99% ice. Um, on average, that ice is two miles thick. 
Uh, it does contain 90, or uh, I'm sorry, contains 70% of the Earth's freshwater source. Um, and there's also, there's a constant singing or humming that goes on in Antarctica. You can't hear it with your like human ears, but it is detectable to certain animals as well as uh, seismic sensors. And it's just kind of the, the wind that goes over the ice glaciers and mountains and stuff. So there's always seismic activity going on. Um, not so much in like the plates and, and earthquakes and stuff, but the seismic sensors are always going off just because of that noise that the, the wind makes going over the ice. Um, I'm sure it's not a Yeti. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it actually could be. It could be. Just clumping uh, around down there. <laughs> yeah, there, there's a lot of stuff down there that no one really knows. So it, it, Bonneville it, Snowman, bro. Bonneville yeah. Snowman, exactly. <laughs> Um, there's also in 2017, they discovered this hole in Antarctica. You can see it like on Google maps. Um, it's roughly the size of, uh, the Ontario Lake, um, about 31,000 square miles. It's the size of Ireland and, uh, some conspiracy theorists consider, or they think that that could be like a portal to another world or another dimension, um it's most likely just the hole uh but if you want to get hey, don't count that out don't count that out yeah. yeah it's like uh the alaskan bullworm or something you know? yeah um a couple other I'll, I'll run over these pretty quick um some people think that so there's area 51 which everyone knows about in nevada with like roswell and everything where they think a lot of alien activity goes on. They think that some conspiracy theorists think that Antarctica is actually home to area 52. Uh, and there's, they support that. If you go on Google earth, there's a 14.5 mile strip that looks like a, like a airport landing strip that's airbrushed out. It's completely faded. It like, you can tell somebody touched it up and, so whatever's there, they don't want you to see. And it's only that spot in Antarctica, which is kind of weird that everything else is normal and there's just that. So it could be like some sort of military thing. Um, you never know. Um, there's also, uh, there was a team of Russians who uh, it took them 20 years to drill through the two miles of ice and if you've ever seen Armageddon, you can understand why it took 20 years to drill through the ice. Um, but they ended up finding over 3,500 living bacteria that was trapped below the surface of the ice that have been there for over 20 million years, which kind of gives scientists hope that they can find life in like the solar system, especially one of the moons of Jupiter called uh, Europa because it's an ice moon and they thought if they could find bacteria trapped that long on earth that they could find bacteria hidden out in the solar system so that's kind of one of the premises to there being life outside of earth based on some of the life they found uh, in Antarctica um, there's over 200 lakes most of which are miles under the surface of the ice and they have oh, wow. their, own, their own river system 
down there. It's kind of weird because you wouldn't think a river or a lake would be miles below an ice, but they still count. <laughs> um, and if Antarctica were to completely melt, the sea level would rise about 200 feet. Uh, so for us in America, that would be enough to put the Statue of Liberty underwater, basically sinking the coastline all the way into like the Midwestern states. Yeah. So that's pretty much all of our opening facts. Um, so Ethan has a pretty cool topic he found if, if he wants to take over. Oh yeah, question. Go ahead. Yeah. So in there, like a uh, like a conspiracy theory that like in World War II the Nazis were like moving stuff down there and they started naming off areas in Antarctica. Yeah. So of that. yeah, uh, we I will cover that. Um, that's one of the things I looked into. Um, okay. So I don't I don't want to jump the gun here oh, but no, I, I will i will get into that Chandler, you're just jumping the gun <laughs> yeah <laughs> somebody's excited oh, I love, I love somebody, somebody knows their antarctica facts <laughs> dude i love world war ii all right i'm gonna set the mood you guys ready antarctica <laughs> all right who here has heard of hell me i live there i live in the bible belt that's good. I'm, I'm happy for you guys. But uh, yeah, I'm sure also you guys have heard of Dante's Inferno, right? Yeah. Yeah. In the Greek underworld, you guys know all about that. Mm. What about uh, what about the Buddhist vast network of caves under modern day Tibet where the gods live? I just know to like rub the belly of a Buddhist statue. Isn't that right? Yeah. That, yeah. That's basically the same thing. Yeah, exactly. Okay. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> all right. So basically all those, what do they have in common? Underground worlds, right? All mm-hmm. these ancient texts talking about life underground and beings, right? Right. Well, how about this? You know uh, Haley's Comet? Yes. Edmund Haley of Haley's Comet, he was having some compass reading errors, right? His compass, he was trying to navigate his ship, and his compass would change a little bit every year, which obviously means that the Earth's magnetic field fluctuates a little bit every year. So he said, okay. I bet you any money, the earth is actually a hollow sphere and there's a bunch of concentric spheres inside of the earth and they're all moving around and it's affecting my compass. That would explain it. So that uh, didn't really take off. It gained some traction, uh, but the next scientist in the 1800s, is, is, uh, he proposed this idea. He said that the earth, it must be hollow. There are a few different thing, reasons why, but he was said basically that the Earth must have a, a, a crust thickness of about 800 miles. And then any, anything on the interior that is all hollow. Um, so that kind of gained some traction. And it, I'm sure you've heard of some novels that uh, go along with these conspiracy theories. But, you know, Jules Verne was a pretty famous author in the 1800s. He wrote a book called Journey to the Center of the Earth. Mm-hmm. And then our man, Dwayne The Rock Johnson, starred in a movie about that. <laughs> Uh, but, <laughs> oh, <boy>. um, <laughs> uh, but yeah so basically uh you know it's about drive and it's about power uh, I hate that. <laughs> journey to the center of the rock exactly <laughs> so yeah all this basically leads to uh modern day conspiracy theorists so you had all these uh seeds that were planted about the earth being hollow in the 1600s the 1700s and the 1800s and that basically means that the 1900s, people are going to take those and run. So 
they connected all these ancient texts, Buddhists, you know, Greeks, Dante's Inferno, all those kinds of things, and connected it with this. Uh, now we can call it pseudoscience of the 1800s. But yeah, like I said, there's this whole conspiracy theory now that there's basically a, a, a civilization that lives on the interior of the earth. And um, there's a miniature sun in the center of the earth and the, oh the, the, the uh, climate is perfect both day and night. Um, that allows, you know, these people to be super healthy because the trees grow super tall. They're 15 feet tall. <laughs> they have super advanced technology like flying saucers. And all this has to do with their entrance to the center of the earth. And they believe it's at the South pole. So there's a, there's not, as you guys know, a lot of science stations set up there because it's pretty much inhabitable for humans, especially at the <laughs> yeah. South pole. It's a little cold there. So a lot of conspiracy theorists believe that this hole at this, at the, south pole must be the entrance and exit of this interior earth where flying saucers can come in and out of there's no surveillance there because there's no you know science stations and that's pretty crazy you know all these different kinds of people living on the inside of the earth so that's that except for the fact that in 1974 and jonah already mentioned this um but in 1974 a hole opened up at the southern pole and people had no idea why they notice it in 74. That doesn't mean it wasn't open before. It, it was just discovered in 1974. Um, and then it closed up, actually. And scientists don't know why it closed up. And then in 2017, which is what Jonah said, it opened back up. Wow. And uh, yeah, so it's this crazy hole. It's a massive hole in the crust uh, right at the South Pole. It's it's a lake, of course, because it's there's water there and it's thawed. But um, yeah, it's pretty wild. So basically... There are lizard people that live at the center of the earth. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. Yeah, Mark Zuckerberg came out. How, uh, exactly. <laughs> Listen, how, how real is it? Can we can we can we believe any of this? Right. Well, let's talk. Let's think about it here. Let's 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 look at some seismic evidence. Right. Seismic evidence shows that if we vibrate this earth, you're going to you know take readings all around the globe. The readings show that this uh, earth vibrates just like a solid rock ball. So that kind of puts the whole hollow earth theory to rest also you know gravity tends to make things collapse and make things solid uh, especially in space so uh, a, a, a big hollow structure like a big hollow earth that probably doesn't make any sense because uh, gravity would have collapsed it over the millions of years but i'm going to leave it with this the deepest hole that humans have ever dug is only seven and a half miles deep vertical distance and the whole theory started with an 800 mile thick crust. So we're nowhere near what that theory predicted in the 1700s, let alone the 4,000 miles to the center of the earth. So the jury is still out. And uh, if you ask me, I believe my uncle actually is from the center of the earth. So <laughs> he just seems kind of tall and weird. So I figured he might be from there. D didn't they stop that that drill hole because they were scared that they might like puncture something in like the crust or something like that and it would yeah like they cause wanna... like some like world catastrophe or something like that right yeah so that what they they were drilling but they reached the, t the tiles and it was actually the bathroom tiles of an interior earth dude bathroom <laughs> 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 okay <laughs> so they 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 you lost me at that they're like hey 
<laughs> yeah, they didn't want to, they didn't want to disturb his bathroom, yeah. you know, insurance yeah. and stuff. I find that wild. I, I find that wild because it's like it's literally just like a hypothesis. Like everyone's taught it's fact, like what's in the middle of the earth, but like we've never actually gotten like even close. Yeah, but I mean, so the thing with that is like if you if it quacks like a duck and and what is the saying? Walks like a duck and quacks like a duck, it's a duck. Mm-hmm. You know, they've done all these tests except drill to the center of the earth to figure out what's mm-hmm. actually at the center. Uh, so I mean, we pretty much have an you know what? idea. That's Let's if do you it. trust the. That's if you trust the government. Uh, that's true. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if you trust all of the world's governments, since they all say the same thing. But what was, what was the phrase I've been hearing? New World Order. Mm. <laughs> uh, um. Okay. Uh. Can I can I play devil's advocate for a second? You mean uh, interior Earth's people advocate? Yeah. <laughs> uh, um, Jared, Jared, just to uh, answer you real quick, um, your your question about uh, drilling to the center of the Earth. Uh, there are ways, uh, for one, they've done this at Yellowstone. Um, they've mapped the magma chamber underneath, uh, underneath Yellowstone by using radio waves and measuring the times that it takes for um, earthquake like seismic waves to reach their stations and stuff like that and by doing that they can get a semi-accurate picture of what's going on with the magma chamber magma chamber underneath underneath the park um, so i'm guessing uh they've people have done like experiments like that to uh get a center a general sense of like mapping what's like at the center of the earth um I've also played enough yeah, Minecraft. Yeah. I know once you go down, there's yeah. like bedrock. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And then you fall into the void. Duh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's just emptiness. I mean, if, if they map the chamber, why don't they just get in a suit, swim through the lava, and see what's through it? <laughs> yeah, well, as long uh, as they I, have uh, fire protection, four. Yeah. It's only, what, 2,000 degrees? Something like that. <laughs> Um, so going back to like Antarctica, um, so no one's allowed to like inhibit land there. Like it's not owned by like any country, right? No, it is. Well, I'll 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 get into that if if Ethan's done, I can kind of because that kind of is a good segue into what I was going to talk about. Yeah, I am. Um, Please, okay, Jenna. So, Jared, to answer your question, there's the Antarctica Treaty of 1961, uh, and there were 12 founding countries um, that originally signed this treaty and basically it agreed on a peaceful cooperation um, and they were all in agreement who signed this. Uh, It banned nuclear testing and military activities. Um, It was one of the first places that collectively banned nuclear testing from a world stage. it's the last place on earth that is truly international land outside of a possible few unknown islands that haven't been founded yet, but no country lays claim to the continent of Antarctica like they do to the other six continents that are inhabited. Prior to this treaty though, to answer your question, there were seven countries that had claim to certain pieces of land in Antarctica. And those countries were the United Kingdom, 
Norway, France, Australia, New Zealand, Chile, and Argentina. And it was kind of not very well uh, designed as far as mapping out who owned what because some of their territories actually overlap. So there were certain pieces of land that both Chile and Argentina laid claim to and several others that overlap. The treaty didn't kill those rights, meaning that those countries still kind of had claim to that land. The treaty didn't overdo that, uh, but it did allow or it did disallow further claiming of land. So as of 1961, with this treaty, no other country that signed the treaty was allowed to claim that land for themselves. Um, all military operations are banned, like I said, except for scientific or peaceful operations. So countries can still send their military personnel down there if it's a scientific uh, study or for some sort of peaceful operation uh, with the caveat that they share all those study uh, results. So they're not allowed to conduct the study and keep the results to themselves. They have to share those. In 1981, there was a follow-up treaty to the 1961 version that banned all mining and drilling down there. So all the oil and gas cannot be mined and drilled. And as of today, there's over 50 nations that have signed this treaty. So those original seven that countries I named, they still have claimed to certain pieces of land but no, like America can't go down there and claim a piece of land as U.S. territory. Now, they might have a military base to do studies, but that's not their land, if that makes sense. Does that kind of answer your question? Yeah, no, that definitely answers my, my question. I did not know about that. Okay, cool. Yeah. So I wanted to start with the Treaty of 1961, because I feel like that kind of sets up some of the other, um, or at least one, one or two of the other conspiracy theories out there. Um, so I have, I have just a few I'm going to run through. Um, they're not as detailed as Ethan's. That's one of the more in-depth uh, conspiracy theories out there. And there are a lot of wacky ones, so I'm just going to kind of touch on them. Uh, one of the more popular ones today is the flat earth theory, which I'm sure everybody's heard of. Uh, this has been a conspiracy theory for a long time, but recently it's been a lot more in the media thanks to the Brooklyn Nets point guard, Kyrie Irving. He came out and said... <laughs> <laughs> He believes that oh, the boy. earth is flat and then a bunch of other uh, really well-known people have come out and agreed with him. Uh, and this one's kind of interesting. So the premise behind the flat earth theory, it really involves Antarctica because on a globe, when you look at, at Antarctica, it's at the bottom of the globe. So if you were to create a flat disc shape, object which is what flat earthers believe it to be they believe antarctica actually encompasses all of the edges of the disc and it's basically a wall of ice that prevents you from being able to go over and that's why there's so much mysteria around antarctica 
is to prevent people from going over the edge. And that's why the, the, the treaty was formed so that nobody could actually reach the edge of the earth. So flat earthers believe that the treaty of 1961 was to prevent people from falling over the edge, actually to protect people. Uh, and then another interesting topic or an, uh, an interesting point about that is so most people believe in gravity it's you can't see it but it's just kind of you know it's there and the theory behind gravity is objects fall to the center of the earth based on its mass at a rate of 9.8 meters per second so if you don't have a center mass like the earth and it's a flat disc then how do you get around gravity and when you jump you come back down so they say that the this disc is actually constantly moving upward at a rate of 9.8 meters per second. Instead of everything being pulled to the center of the earth, they think the disc is constantly rising at that same rate, which I just kind of thought was, was weird because I wouldn't have thought about gravity in terms of flat earth, but I thought that was, was kind of cool. And then some people believe that Antarctica just doesn't exist at all. Some flat earthers just believe it's it's not there. So that's kind of the flat earth theory and how it revolves around Antarctica. Uh, any questions about the flat earth part? I mean, well, okay. Well, obviously, <laughs> there's a lot of flat earth questions, <laughs> but... Bro, that's a, it, it's a tough look for Kyrie Irving because he's an anti-vaxxer and... <laughs> And, and on uh, top of that, flat uh, earth believer. That's a, yeah, man. the earth is uh, <laughs> is like a basketball. He doesn't well, think that. He thinks it's like a, a wafer. Uh, <laughs> it's Kyrie Irving fat. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's that's James Harden you're thinking of. Uh, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you're thinking of Shaq. He also said the, the earth was flat, but I think he redacted it. Yeah, Shaq's a flat earther. I think he just did it as a as a joke. Ever since Kyrie came out and said it, I feel like a lot more people who thought that felt more freedom to come out and say it because they weren't the first and they didn't want to be ridiculed. Kyrie Irving, you can say what you want about him, but I don't think a lot of people would come out and say what they truly think. And that guy came out and said that. So whether he believes it or not, I think he has since kind of backed his statement back or walked his statement back and just kind of said that he said that just to get people thinking but regardless so that's that's how antarctica ties into the flat earth theory it's basically just a wall of ice around the edge of the world so that when you're in your boat you can't fall off well, what about the north pole well the north Dude. pole would actually be the the center of the disc because mm, right. you would you would fold it up mm. from the bottom so Antarctica <laughs> would be the edge and the North Pole would be the center. Uh, and there's actually, I do a lot of research into it, but another mm. theory flat earthers use is it's the opposite, right? Meaning like the South Pole is at the center and the North Pole is around the crust. Yeah, that that's uh, well, no, so not so much that. But there's there aren't really any direct flights in the southern oh, hemisphere. Yeah. So yeah. like from Chile right. to Africa, they all that. they all fly in. So if you were to fold 
the world up and peel it like if it's an orange and you peel it at the bottom to make it flat, it would make sense. All the flights are going to be at the top just because it's closer than when you fold up Chile and Australia, it gets even further away from each other. So that was just kind of an, an interesting fact. And like I said, I didn't really look into that, but I saw a map and it was pretty cool mm-hmm. just seeing like the most common flights around. Uh, but moving on, and if you have questions, feel free to speak up. Uh, another theory is uh, I'm sure you all have heard of The Lost City of Atlantis. Oh, yeah. That, great movie. Great movie. Milo Savage. Love him. Kida? Oh. Oh. Love so, me some Kida. Uh, Atlantis um, was described by the ancient Greek philosopher Plato as an uh, inhabited. A piece of land by an advanced civilization that ended up sinking in 24 hours around the year 9600 BCE before Christ era. So just thinking about a piece of land that could sink in 24 hours, that seems like ridiculous. It's the Bermuda Triangle. So that's that's one theory. Um, another theory is that Atlantis just didn't existed. But the two of the theories or two of the possible theories for Atlantis is some people believe that Antarctica as a continent is the lost city of Atlantis, like the entire continent. I've heard that. I don't. Yeah. So I don't know how Atlantis, if it was around Greece at the time, um, it seems too big. So the more common theory is that the city of Atlantis was uh owned by an advanced civilization who was able to submerge it on and preserve the city even underwater and then take it somewhere else and they took that city to antarctica who at the time was not covered in ice and has since been frozen in ice yeah um and it's hidden somewhere in or below antarctica yeah i I heard like a whole story of how at one point antarctica used to not be frozen at all it used to be healthy just fresh land and everything and Mm. you know and then it froze yeah so that's true um it wasn't always the frozen continent it is today and way back when before it shifted it was kind of up by africa and you can kind of see like where it would fit in that but over time with plate movement it moved down to the southern pool, which is where it is now. And they predict millions of years from now, it will come back up the other side of the world. Um, but that is, is the, that won't be it our Pangea? problem. Whenever yeah, it was Pangea. Or was yeah. it like, the whole the big yeah. Pangea was the, the super continent when all of them yeah, were the fused world. together. Yeah, yeah. I forget what was after Pangea, though. Yeah, so they all kind of broke off. And they're I guess slowly they're still moving apart. And they like one day they think that they're still moving away from each other. All these continents are going to collide on the other side of the world. I kind of um, think, you know, looking at the map, North America will collide with Iceland or whatever it is like in the center. And then the UK will do the same thing and then just, you know, sandwich it like an Oreo. Wait, cookie. Iceland or Greenland? Greenland, whatever's in the center. Yeah. I, my brain can't think right now. I'm tired. It, it's actually it'd be moving away Greenland. from from Greenland. It would oh, more so go into Russia, China, like um, India, like that side of the coast. Because um, you like if you look at Africa and South America, they kind of look like they would fit together. So they're right. moving the opposite way 
Um, but another theory uh, in Antarctica, they have these things called uh, the blood falls. And they're basically a waterfall-esque type of occurrence. And what that is, is it's basically just a red waterfall. And scientists thought it was produced from algae. But um, some of the conspiracy theorists think that the orangish color of the blood waterfalls is from like uh, rust. Um, like dissolved iron so when it hits the hmm. air it you get that rust color like, like you would get on a car or a bike and they think that that iron could be from the lost city of atlantis that's rusting and then when it's exposed to the air after millions of years or you know thousands of years of being submerged and covered when that iron hits the air that that's causing the blood falls so that's one theory um that Atlantis could be in Antarctica. Uh, this next one's my favorite. And I think Chandler kind of touched on this earlier uh, about the Nazi theories in Antarctica. And there's so much stuff on this. Like if you're interested in World War II or Nazis or just like conspiracy theories in general, I highly recommend looking into this one. Um, but Chandler was correct. A lot of the higher up Nazi scientists, they believe that um, within Antarctica, there was a superior race that lived inside the earth. So they kind of took what Ethan talked about earlier. The Nazis believed that, that there was a superior race that lived inside the earth. So some people think that at the end of World War II, Hitler actually never died um but from world war ii and he escaped on a submarine and went to antarctica through a secret base that they had built uh living underneath the continent and their main goal there was to develop advanced technology and specifically flying not spacecrafts but like just flying aircrafts that could resemble ufos so that theory kind of touches on the other one so they kind of go together well with that uh, but there is a lot of evidence that suggests a lot of nazi leadership escaped at the end of world war ii so they weren't oh, killed yeah. and they went to south america and oh, yes. they can prove that a lot of them did go there but no one has ever actually proven what happened to hitler so a lot of people think that he actually went to antarctica and if they were to dig up the entire continent a lot of people believe that you would find hidden Nazi bases in Antarctica with either their families that are still alive living there or more likely a bunch of corpses that died. One of the things that I thought was cool about the Nazi deal was one of the head scientists in uh, like Hitler's cabinet, he, uh, after Hitler was pronounced dead, he escaped with over like a thousand pounds of these crates on a boat and it's to South America. And it was, and nobody knew what it was, but these crates were just full of metal objects. And that's what they were listed as, or like metal utilities or whatnot. And all the treasure from, or like the Nazis stole or whatnot. Uh, and during World War II, obviously it was never found, but there was like over thousands of pounds of these crates of metal objects that weren't listed besides, like I said, metal utilities that went down to South America. 
Someone mm-hmm. watched Red Notice on Netflix. <laughs> <laughs> no, that that yeah, that's uh, that is absolutely a theory, true. You know, it it is a good theory. So the the other thing that ties into the advanced super superior race and the flying spacecraft the Nazis were interested in is aliens is always a really big conspiracy theory. There's so many different conspiracy theories about aliens in Antarctica. I can't go into each of them, but a lot of people just think that uh, aliens reside within the ice in Antarctica and that they're kind of observing our planet from there. One of the theories about that hole that Ethan talked about was uh, it's an alien. It's created by the aliens so that they can fly their spaceships in and out um, and that they're just down there observing our planet. Um, But there's a lot of alien conspiracy theories. And then one other cool one was, I think this was in the uh, 80s, the U.S. sent scientists to Antarctica to study the weather in hopes of being able to better predict it accurately. And the U.S. actually thought that they could control the weather from Antarctica, which is a conspiracy theory in itself that the, the world government controls the weather. But UN. ever since they tried, ever since they went down to study it, apparently there have been uh, an, a big increase in tropical storms and hurricanes and such. And some people believe that whatever the U.S. did actually plays into the increase of those tropical storms and hurricanes that have been happening since then. So that's kind of all I got. That was good. Yeah, I like it. So what do you guys think? You guys know more about Antarctica, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Would you say you guys are informed now? (laughs) Very. Good. Yes, you've enlightened us. I did like the Atlantis theory. That was pretty cool. That'd be kind of cool if it really was. The, with the, yeah, with the blood, the blood falls at the Atlantis. That or like how all of Antarctica is Atlantis just frozen. Yeah. Just, just realized I was talking and I was muted. So. <laughs> <laughs> that sucks. Yeah, that's no, cool stuff. Um, with that, I'd like to thank everybody for joining us. Are you guys going to say you're welcome or what? Hey, you're welcome. Uh, thank thank you. you it was an thank honor uh, no truly honestly the honor was all Jonah He, I think he was very honored and also I think he was pleasured I think the pleasure was all his and mine I was pleasured uh, the pleasure is all mine too so, but, but yeah, the guys. pleasure was mine I spent like the last 37 minutes before we got on here trying to do all my research so <laughs> <laughs> now, ever since Ethan and I talked about this idea I I always just found Antarctica interesting. It's with the way the world and countries invading other countries and there's 5 million miles unoccupied. You kind of wonder like, you know, why is that? Like what's, what's going on? Why does everyone agree not to do anything down there? I understand it's cold and everything, but you could build bases. You could get around that. So I just find the whole, the whole topic very interesting. So I'm hoping you guys were able to, to take something from this <laughs> i just finished finals no thank you <laughs> too bad 
Just well, remember, what's what's the largest desert in the world? And... Matthew McConaughey's Sahara. <laughs> that's your yeah. fun. Uh, that's your your bar trivia question. So if you ever get a <laughs> trivia night, make sure to give us a shout out when you win on that one. <laughs> that's like a fifth grade fun fact. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I was like the second Jonah was about to say. That, I was like, oh, I know the fact he's about to say that. <laughs> All right, thank you everybody for listening. We'll catch you guys thank in the you. next informed. I mean, uninformed. <laughs> <laughs>